everybody, I'm Ryan from Fireside Yankees, and in today's video, we're breaking down the Yankees' starting five, the rotation right now. I imagine it's set heading into the 2024 season, barring any injuries. I don't think they're going to sign the guy like Blake Snell. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe we'll see over the next few weeks, but as of right now, as things stand, it looks like the rotation is set. And so before we get into everything, breaking down the five guys in the rotation, make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, and turn on that notification bell. We appreciate you guys stopping by. And with that being said, let's get things started talking about Clark Schmidt. Now, Clark Schmidt is expected to be the Yankees' number five starter this upcoming season, and the right-hander had a so-so 23-23 season. It's hard to argue that Clark Schmidt had it easy. I mean, the guy was a first-year starter. He was okay. Like, a 4.64 ERA is a below average for sure, and a 4.42 FIP is right around the league average, but he got better as the season went on. He had stretches where he looked more competent, where he looked more poised, and I think entering 2024, having better conditioning, knowing how to be on the mound and, and pitch all 30 starts and, and get through the workload of a season, knowing how to sequence better, knowing how to utilize his pitch mix, those are all things that are going to make his profile even better. Something that I want to look out for for Clark Schmidt is his ability to sustain velocity throughout the season. Clark Schmidt's sinker velocity took a hit each month and it dropped as low as 91, 90 miles an hour at times. And it started the season out, you know, 93 to 94, 94, 95. If he can keep in that range of 93 to 95 on the sinker and he has the command and the sequencing that we saw in the second half, he could really become a solid starting pitcher for this rotation. And look, don't doubt the Yankees' ability to get the most out of pitchers. The Yankees have some really smart guys in their organization. They've consistently done an excellent job of running out strong pitching stats. Even last year when the rotation was in shambles, they still finished near the top five in ERA. But with that being said, Clark Schmidt has a couple of weapons that I think need to be better next year. The sweeper needs to be better. It was a negative run value pitch for him after being his best pitch in 2022. And the cutter. The cutter was a pitch I thought was going to help him against lefties. I think he's got to get behind that cutter a little bit more, get a little more right on it, and locate it better up in the strike zone to jam left-handed hitters. When left lower in the zone, I think hitters have a better chance of uh, you know scooping that ball out and hitting it for a home run and hitting it for damage contact. Whereas if you're throwing it up and out of the zone, you can get swings and misses out of the zone. You can get jam contact. You can get guys to break their bats and stuff of that nature so yeah those two pitches the sweeper and the cutter those are the two pitches that I think you got to focus on if you're Clark Schmidt if you're the Yankees and the sequencing of those pitches will be important his knuckle curveball remained his best pitch it is such a good pitch for him it is nasty it is gross it is a tough pitch to hit and I think against left-handed batters, that breaking ball is going to prove massive for him if the rest of his arsenal holds up and does the job it's supposed to. But look, the stuff here is really good with Clark Schmidt. I, I like a lot of his profile. I think he can do a lot of good things for the Yankees next year. It's just a matter of, again, better sequencing, having a better feel for his pitch mix, having better velocity throughout the season. And again, just being a little more experienced. I know that people are saying he's this age, he's whatever. Uh, I know he's entering his age 28 season, but he has under 230 major league innings. And at the minor league level, if you look at his entire minor league career, he has under 200 innings pitched. So this is a pretty green pitcher, all things considered. This is a guy who does not have a lot of experience. And so I think we need to grade him a little bit on a curve when we're adjusting for age. He is one of the guys who are really hurt by, the not, by not having a COVID pandemic year. And so we'll see. I think he'll end up being pretty good for the Yankees next year. Not a great starter, but you know, hold his own 
at the back end of the rotation and, you know, doing a job for the Yankees. But with that being said, the next guy we're going to talk about is Nestor Cortez. And now Nestor Cortez is in a precarious situation. Cortez finished the year with a 4.97 ERA after having his best year in his career with a 2.44 ERA in 2022. He was really good in 2021 as well. He had a 2.90 ERA, a 3.78 fifth that year, struck out 27.5% of batters faced. And this year he only struck out 25.2% of batters faced. He had a higher walk rate than years past. His home run per nine rate jumped from one point uh from 0.91 in 2022 to 1.56 in 2023 so that's certainly discouraging the four seam fastball the cutter the sweeper everything movement rise and velocity wise was fine but the cutter just wasn't commanded the way it was in years past it wasn't as effective and that's something he's going to need to work on if he wants to be the pitcher he was in 2022 again projections believe he'll be right around on the league average to slightly above league average pitcher i think that's a pretty fair projection for him given the wide range of outcomes given the fact that he could suffer an injury those are kind of baked into these projections the fact that he has missed time they're also projecting him for under 140 innings and i think that's interesting to note because this is a guy who's only thrown 100 innings in a major league season once in his career and that was 2022 now when you factor in minor league innings i believe in 2021 he had 100 innings pitched same in 2000 in 2019 uh so i don't want to say he, he's not capable of sustaining 100 innings a year but what i am saying is that you're going to need to factor for the fact that he's not going to make 30 starts in a year most likely i don't think he's built up for that i don't think the yankees should expect him to be built up for that we'll talk a little bit about some of their depth at the end but end of the day Nestor cortez he's gonna have to be better next year and i think he's certainly capable expected era believes he should have had a 371 era that stat cast metric it basically takes your strikeouts your quality of contact allowed walks things of that nature and it says all right this is how good you should have been um and i think a 371 era if you got that of a Nestor cortez over you know 25 to 26 starts that's certainly a win from the fourth spot in your rotation and again nasty Nestor, he still got it i still think everything's there for him it's just a matter of staying healthy and being on the mound consistently now the next guy we're going to talk about is newly acquired starting pitcher marcus stroman now marcus stroman spent last year with the chicago cubs he spent the last two years with the chicago cubs and projections think he'll be a solid starter not a great one but a solid one and i think a solid starter is exactly what the yankees are looking for out of him he put up a 3.95 era last year across 25 starts had two relief outings towards the end of the year had 136 and two-third innings pitched i think the yankees would like to see that number get up to around 150 as for his run prevention, it's always been very good. He has a career 3.65 ERA. With the Cubs in 2022, he had a 3.50 ERA. And I just think there is a lot to like here. This is a ground ball heavy profile. Yankees don't really have a sinker first kind of guy. I know that Clark Schmidt has a sinker and Clark Schmidt is supposed to be a ground ball guy, but he's definitely different to Marcus Stroman. They do not have similar repertoires. Stroman's definitely a little bit different. Uh, Stroman works on that sinker, cutter, sweeper, or slurve profile, excuse me, uh, to be a really good pitcher. And it's worked for him. The issue I have with him right now is that he's walked more batters this year than in, at, at any point in his career. He'll have to get that number back down. I think he could unlock a couple more strikeouts in his profile with some tweaks. I don't know if that's something the Yankees are going to be interested in doing, which is changing his profile. I, I don't think that there's a reason to change his pitch mix, but if they were to get curious, if he were to get curious and try to tinker with things, there's certainly some stuff to try. The four-seam fastball is an interesting pitch. It gets a decent amount of whiffs and could play up in the zone because of his lower release height, which has to do with his lower height. And usually that's a disadvantage, right? Like you think of shorter pitchers, you think that they can't stay durable. You think that they're not going to project to be pitchers long-term. Uh, well, in Stroman's case, it might help play up his fastball because 
because that's a, a unique arm slot. That's a unique uh, release point and a unique release height due to his unique height. Um, but he's going to get a lot of ground balls. 57.1% ground ball rate last year. That's going to entice the Yankees. The Yankees have a really strong infield defense. And I think the big thing here is the disparity in ERA and FIP. He had a 3.95 ERA and a 3.58 FIP. FIP, of course, measures your strikeouts, walks, and home runs and isolates it from your defense. Uh, and I think the Yankees are looking at that and saying, look, uh, if Strobel were to repeat his outcomes, he's most likely a better pitcher than he was last year. He broke down the, uh, during the uh, post second half of the season, excuse me. Uh, and in that second half of the season, he was just rendered ineffective. Uh, he had hip issues. He says he's perfectly healthy now. You hope that's the case. You hope he gives you 26, 27, maybe even 28 starts. Uh, and you hope he pitches effectively because the Yankees are going to need him to be a reliable three-starter for them. He is going to be their three-starter. I know that people are saying, well, if Cortez does this, this, and that, well, Cortez is projected for a worse median outcome than uh, Marcus Stroman. So I would say you're expecting Marcus Stroman to be the better pitcher between the two. Um, and for his sake, I mean, he's not very well liked amongst Yankee fans. So if he doesn't perform well, that will only double that notion down. If he were to perform well, it kind of writes all the wrongs that he's had in the fan base. And honestly, I think he'll perform well in New York. I think he's kind of built for it. I think that there is a truth to that. Um, but with that being said, let's talk about Carlos Rodon. Now, Carlos Rodon is the most interesting pitcher in this rotation because he's the guy you look at and say, he's got to show up next year. There's no other way to put it. He has to be dominant next year. Now, Steamer projects him for a 3.79 ERA and a 1.30 home runs per nine. I think that's a pretty fair projection. Um, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. About a three-war season, 163 innings. Maybe you take the under on those innings pitch, but we'll see. Uh, in my opinion, Carlos Rodon has all the stuff in the world. Everything is still there. The stuff plus numbers were great. Um, the velocity was great. The movement was great. Everything was great. The command just was not good. And the ability to deceive hitters was not there. He just looked different last year. He did not look like himself. He looked like a pitcher who didn't know where the ball was going. He looked like a pitcher who kind of didn't know why he was struggling. And I understand that frustration. Obviously, sometimes it boiled over in ways that it should not have. Uh, but I, I really do think that Carlos Rodon is going to have a strong year next year. The four-seam fastball is excellent. The sweeping slider is excellent. A pitch I would suggest for him is a cutter, and that's because I think he's a natural supernator. If you look at how he um, gets around his slider, he could probably do something similar with his cutter, with just some, uh, you know, orientation of the seams, um, which is, you know, seam shifted wake is the concept of how the uh, seams and how their orientation in the air affect air flows. It is non-spin based movement. And I think uh, uh, Carlos Rodon might be a guy who profiles well for a cutter and it might be a nice third pitch for him. Predictability is something that a lot of people have sp spoken about. And that's something that I think that he's going to have to work on. I don't think he's got the curveball for it. I don't think he's got the changeup for it, but I think a good feel of a cutter, that's definitely something that we could see. And if you look at any pitch that the Yankees are going to try to, you know, have a pitcher add. A cutter is certainly one of them. It's a pitch that they've had a lot of minor league players add. It's a pitch that, you know, we've seen Garrett Cole, which we'll get to in a second, add. Clark Schmidt added one. Um, Nesta Cortez, his cutter was a breakout pitch for him, and that's why he was so good in 2022. So maybe a cutter is a pitch for Carlos Rodon as well. We'll have to wait and see. But there are a lot of expectations for him. This is a big year for him. If he's able to be a number two caliber starter, the New York Yankees will be a, I think they'll win the AL East. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to kind of go out there and say, if Carlos Rodon is what he's supposed to be and what he was entering 2022, he's going to be, I mean, the Yankees are going to be damn good because that's going to be a damn good rotation. But the guy who headlines this group, the guy who is the best pitcher in baseball, 
that's Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole is unbelievable. Garrett Cole had a remarkable year last year. 21.2% strikeout to walk rate. That was actually down from years past, but his command, his location, everything was just spot on. The addition of a cutter um, allowed him to prevent damage contact better. He had a 2.63 ERA. That 63 ERA minus was the best mark of his career as a New York Yankee. Um, his 5.2 war was tied for the best mark he has. he's had as a Yankee. His 7.0 B war was the second best mark of his career. He was downright excellent, and I strongly believe Garrett Cole will continue his performance in 2024. Now, projections uh, believe he'll be he's due for heavy regression. I'm going to push back on that. I'm going to push back on projections here, and I'm going to say Garrett Cole's going to be a four to five war pitcher, just like he usually is, because Garrett Cole's durable, Garrett Cole's effective, Garrett Cole's reliable, and Garrett Cole has figured out some of the home run bugs that he was having in years past, and I think that that's going to be huge for him. Now, how will he react to, uh, you know, another uh, being another year older? Who knows? But the stuff was excellent. He has better management, and a, it feels like just a better feel of his arsenal, and I thought he got better down the stretch. I really do believe the addition of a cutter, the addition of a pitch like that really elevated his profile a ton, and I think it helped with damage prevention, so... I'm really excited to see what Garrett Cole is able to do next year. It didn't even feel like he had a great feel for a slider and he was so good. So I'm really encouraged. I'm really excited to see what he can provide for the Yankees next year because I think he's going to, once again, be one of, if not the best pitcher in the sport. Big games, any game, home stadium, away stadium, any opponent, he'll show up and he'll pitch a gem. And yeah, Garrett Cole's the best pitcher in baseball. I just kind of wanted to geek out a little bit about Garrett Cole because he was so good for the Yankees this past year. Um, and look, I just so good. He won his first Cy Young, was the unanimous Cy Young winner, can go for his for back-to-back -back Cy Youngs this year. Do I expect him to win it? Not necessarily, because I don't expect, I don't know who's going to win it, um, but do I think he's certainly capable? Absolutely. And once again, just a remarkable year for Garrett Cole. And this segment's more so just about me getting an opportunity to nerd out about how good he is and kind of just give him his flowers because he freaking deserves it, man. He is so good. Uh, but with that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Let us know what you guys think in the comment section below, what you guys believe the Yankee rotation is capable of, some of their warts, some of the concerns you have for them, some of the guys you think can bounce back. Um, and again, we really appreciate your guys' input. We appreciate everything you guys do in terms of support, watching videos, subscribing, liking, commenting, all that stuff. And of course, you guys can check out Fireside Yankees on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and of course, this YouTube page. I'm Ryan from Fireside Yankees. You can follow me at Ryan Garcia ESM. I will see you guys in the next one. Peace out.